Last March and April, we were hit with shutdowns that turned us upside down, everywhere from our faith community and local community to our world community. And now as we face the seasonal darkness of fall and winter in the Northwest, it seems we are headed for more restrictions as COVID cases rise. And my impression of those around me is that the energy reserves for this stage are much more depleted than they were in the spring. I keep hearing people say, I am so over this, or I am so done with this. I lamented with a young person last night in one of our Zoom meets that there are times in our life where we are faced with things that are bigger than our human abilities, our riches, or our strength. These are moments when we are aware of our fragility and our limitations. Moments when we realize our relative comfort and ease may have left us lacking the grit and resilience for such challenges. And quite frankly, we really aren't used to not being able to escape through our own will or effort or buying power or whatever else we have in our tool belt. But we stand at the start of the last week of the year. (laughs) No, not the calendar year, of course, but the church year. Christ the King Sunday is this week, and then we are on to Advent which marks our new year and couldn't come at a better time. Christ the King reminds us of something we proclaim in multiple ways every time we worship, and probably even more times when we pray. That conversation I had last night with the young man came in the context of learning, of leaning, I should say, into the Lord's Prayer. In fact, we were talking about prayer and trust and hope and God's history with us in general. But we ended our focus on a simple phrase that speaks important and enormous truth into this season. Our Father in heaven. These words flow out of us so easily, but they are a powerful reminder that when we pray, we address a God who is infinitely close. The word Jesus uses for Father is Abba, which is like the English word Dada, a first word for babies. God is so accessible. But it is also a phrase that starts us off in prayer with a recognition that you and I and the whole world and universe belong to God. John Dominic Crossan in his book on the Lord's Prayer says that in this phrase we recognize God as the householder, the one in the ancient world who provides and protects the household from the beloved child to the lowest servant. In recognizing God in this way, we are also drawn back to God the Creator. And so we see this world with God as both fundamentally good, and we see this world as fundamentally God's world. Both of these truth claims are beacons of light in dark times, because they have the potential to reframe our outlook on the world and its future, and to relocate power and control outside of ourselves. Now, maybe I'm alone here, but that gives me enormous relief and profound hope. Hope enough to sing something written on my heart as a child and of true import today. Something much better versed than anything I have written up to this point. The song goes like this. This is my father's world. Oh, let me ne'er forget 
that though the wrong seems oft so strong, God is the ruler yet. This is my Father's world, why should my heart be sad? The Lord is King, let the heavens ring, God reigns, let the earth be glad.